Hello, family and friends. We're here for day three with Ray Bench all the way from Michigan. And maybe one of the reasons I like Ray is I grew up in the cold climate also in South <laughs> Dakota. Although we always joked in South Dakota that it was tropical compared to North Dakota. <laughs> And so is, is there anything above Michigan, or is that pretty much it? Uh, well, there's the Upper Peninsula, but that's also Michigan, and then you get to Canada. So it's cold up there, but those of you that like snow, no, I love Michigan. It's a blessing and good people up there, and so thank you, Ray, for stopping here. I know you're traveling in your ministry, and thank you for coming. My pleasure. Well, I felt led, you know, reminded me of what the Lord Holy Ghost told me one time. I was preparing for a message, and I'm not against prepare. We should be prepared, but... The Holy Ghost told me at this particular message, he said, I don't want you to have any notes. He said, that way I can say something once in a while. <laughs> and so, you know, maybe that's more for me, you know, than most ministers were never. But, you know, I just really, I love the prompting of the Holy Ghost. I can't tell you how many times that I've been meditating on something and then I go to church and Pastor Mark preaches on that very thing. Amen. You know, I mean, it's, yep. a, it's the same Holy Ghost, right? Yep. So Amen. we shouldn't be surprised, but it's still such a blessing. And what I felt led to, to start off with on today, Ray, is, is Matthew 10, 32. And my listeners know it's one of my favorite scripts. I have a lot of favorites, but this is one of my favorites. Again, this is red letters. I like the red letters, too. Amen. That means Jesus, folks. And so Matthew 10, 32, I'm reading now the New King James Bible says, Therefore, whoever confesses me, me being Jesus, before men... Him will I also confess before my Father who is in heaven. And, you know, we talked about in Revelations how Jesus is going to confess us. But, you know, Jesus taught us what to do, right? And so that's what we should be doing every day, Brother Ray, right? Is confessing yep. Jesus as we go out and about in life Amen. and run into people is, is sharing. I was uh, blessed that in my work we have a seminar golf outing every year, which is Tuesday this, uh, this week, a couple days ago. And God supernaturally put a young man from Indianapolis in my path that day that I got to share the love of God with and how God has this thing all orchestrated. He knows, but we still have to choose to obey and open up our mouth. Right. And right. And, and, and what, 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 what's he going to say? Well, I don't know, but I know what I'm supposed to say. Yes. To share the love of God with him. And then we all decide, right? Amen. You and I had to decide. Nobody drug us to the altar. No. And said, you will be a Christian, right? right. So, well, I'm going to kick it over to you, Ray, for whatever the Lord has on your heart. You know, I, I love this verse here that you just read, whoever confesses me before men. And it kind of ties in with this podcast, but the late Dr. Lester Summerall, if you know that name, mm -hmm. he was up in South Bend, Indiana. He's gone home to heaven now. But for years, he preached early 1900s. And a lot of that, you know, communism was rolling in Russia and whatnot the former Soviet Union, and he couldn't get in there to preach all the time. He could some, but some some of those communist countries, they wouldn't let him into. So he would take he, he would take a shortwave radio station, you remember those days, mm -hmm. and the microwave stations, and he would put it close enough to the border of that Russian country, but he would point it into that Russian country and or that communist country. And he never knew for years the impact he was having because they weren't allowed to listen to him. But they would get on those shortwave radio stations and listen to him, and he would preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. And just what you, he would confess and talk to people about Jesus Christ. No amens, no applause, nobody sent him money, you know, I mean, any of those kinds of things. He just kind of, as we say, did it by faith. When the curtain came down and the, and the wall fell and those kinds of things, 
testimonies began to pour out in letters, and even sometimes things would trickle out before, the, before all of that, of all the different people that he touched, that they would sit in darkness around a table and almost kind of smuggle in their time to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. And how important it was. He, he didn't know. He was just obeying this verse that he would confess. But he didn't know for years the impact he was having on people. I'll never forget I was preaching in the Philippines one time. And we were doing an open air crusade. Just set up in the park. Some sound system and whatnot. And as I preached that night, it, got, it was getting darker and darker. And I could see up in like these apartment complexes, these buildings. People were going about their lives underneath the light as I continued to preach. And nobody was really, in my opinion, kind of paying attention. And as I closed, I gave an altar call. And Brother Greg, I looked up and people around their kitchen table were bowing their heads under those lights. You know, they, they were poor Filipinos, they didn't have much. But they, were, they wouldn't come down, but they, would, they were listening to the word of God. And when I gave them an opportunity to receive Jesus Christ, they, some of them came out to their balconies and they, they listened to me. And it wasn't that, that they weren't hearing me. It's that they could, I couldn't see their responses so far away in the dark of the night until they, you know, they would kind of come under that light and I could see them bow their heads, like I said. You know, when we confess Jesus as our Lord and Savior, when we tell people, people are listening. So many times you feel like, you know, I'm in the dark. I'm just kind of by myself. Nobody's listening to a word I've got to say. But I would encourage anybody and everybody to just keep going. Keep telling your story. Tell your testimony. You know, Jesus told the, the man that he cast a legion of demons out. He, he said, can I go with you? And Jesus said, no, you stay here and you tell people what God has done for you. The way you can help me, the way you can be a blessing, the way you can, can touch your city is just tell people what God has done for you. And it's kind of the same thing here. And that's the beauty to these podcasts, right? It's just the way that we can say we are witnesses or let me tell you what I saw. A false witness is going to make up what he saw, but a true witness is going to report what he saw. Yeah. So this podcast is really nothing more than you and I, Brother Greg, just I'm going to report what I saw. I'm going to tell you what happened to me. Yeah, I played rugby and yeah, I was an idiot and you were in a denomination or whatever our backgrounds was. But let me tell you what I saw. Acts chapter 1, Jesus came with many infallible proofs, means undeniable. Yeah. You know, the evidence is true. You can count on this Jesus Christ. He's not who people have made him out to be and, yeah. and false and this and that and whatever. Those are all false reports. Those are lies that have been spread. But the truth is, all the Old Testament points forward to Jesus Christ. All the New Testament points to the Gospels, to Jesus Christ. All of life, he is the center still to this day. If you believe in Jesus Christ and you truly accept him, certain things are established in your life. Certain truths become preeminent in your life. And I can go to Uganda, which I've been, and hear testimonies, and they're identical to the ones we have here. Why? Because Jesus Christ is the same not only yesterday, today, and forever, but he's the same everywhere. Yep. Every man has a soul, every man, woman, and child. And Jesus knows how to touch it and to change it 
and to bring a beauty into every person's life. And just real quick, I'll share one testimony, and I know we got to get wrapping up. It's one of my favorite stories. There was a, a man, he was an alcoholic. He had gotten saved. His eight-year-old daughter was with him one day when they went to the grocery store. Some time had gone by, and he ran into his old drinking buddies. And his old drinking buddies at the grocery store tried to get him to come drinking with them. No, 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 I'm not going. You know better. And uh, his daughter kind of went to go get some snacks. They were going to go home and watch a movie. And he was in another area getting some snacks. And his young daughter, about eight year old, eight years old, walked into and bumped into those old drinking buddies as they were walking around the store. And they said, little girl, did Jesus turn water into wine in your house? And, you know, kind of mocking and making fun of her father's Christianity. And she said, no. She said, in my home, Jesus turned wine into peace because mom and dad don't fight anymore. Praise God. Jesus turned wine into food because our refrigerator isn't empty anymore. My dad's not an alcoholic. He, he brings his paycheck home. Yeah. And Jesus turned wine into heat. We don't have our power shut off anymore. Yeah. Our home is wonderful. Praise God. That's the Jesus that we preach that can change a life that's really turned over to him. Amen. Amen. Well, Ray, please pray. for Maybe there's somebody out there and you just, you think you've gone too far and I just, Jesus can't accept me, but he can. And you just need to turn to him. You know, that's the thing. Repenting means turning away. You make a 180 degree turn from where you're going and then you just Amen. turn towards him and he's got his hands wide open, ready to receive you. So Ray, if you Amen. would pray, please. Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for any person that would bow their heart and bow their head right now. Lord, if they're driving, whatever, maybe they can't just stop and close their eyes. But in their heart of hearts, the Lord, they're saying, God, I'm so tired. I can't keep going on my own. I want to give you my life. If you do anything with a person like me, Lord, you can have my life. And I know, Lord Jesus, you can Help them, Lord, to get free of the things that have troubled them. Help them to break away from wrong friends or any kind of addiction or anything of that nature. Father, I pray for my brother and my sister in the name of Jesus. I call you strong now. You get out of your situation. You find a church. You find a good pastor, yes. a good preacher. Find Brother Greg. You can find myself. And in Jesus' name, you're going to start finding your way back where you belong with Jesus Christ. And you're going to make your way home. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. We're looking forward to tomorrow. And you can contact Ray at raybench.com, R-A-Y-B-E-N-S-C-H.com. And folks, we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.